0: Hello everyone and welcome to Eagles 360 Eagles insider Dave Spadero with Glenn Macnow on this Tuesday bounce back day at the NovaCare complex. Eagles have turned the page are looking ahead to the New Orleans Saints on Sunday. We of course will continue to dissect every morsel of this one and three football team and finish up our conversation about the game in Washington and
1: yes. I have my thoughts. Dave, it, Tell was, me about it. it well, like the Atlanta game, it was a game that they really had the opportunity to win. They had the ball at the 50-yard line with, what, seven minutes to go to the Eagles. They had Washington deep in its own uh, zone with a couple of minutes to go. The Eagles had every chance to win this thing, and they should have, and we've said that more than once.
0: And what does it say, Glenn, about a team that does not finish off games, okay? The, the playoff teams, you know, you look back, Boy, I would have loved to have had that game in October. Yeah, these are the games you you, you put away, right?
1: Yeah, they are, and they the Eagles have really had kind of fortunate scheduling so far. They played teams with a lot of injuries. Uh, they played the well, listen. Washington is not a high caliber team. Kirk Cousins is their quarterback. You had every opportunity to win that. There will be tougher games down the road against much better quarterbacks. And Dave, you really hope that you don't regret this. The one good side is again, and I know we say this every week, but it's true. The division is so poor, the Cowboys are now more banged up. It's still kind of there.
0: Yeah, no, it's very much there. The Eagles have everything to play for, and they start on Sunday against a Saints team that comes off a stirring victory over the Dallas Cowboys. We'll take our first look at New Orleans in just a little bit, but let's get you started on the day. That was for the Philadelphia Eagles. It's our Eagles 360 update with Alex Smith.
2: Hi, everyone, I'm Alex Smith with your 360 update. The Eagles are at one and three, and while it's not quite the record that they had hoped for, four games into the season, we were able to catch up with some of the veterans inside the locker room who were with this team in 2013 when the team also started one and three, but were able to turn things around and win the NFC East. If you go back to the first year we were here, we started off one and three, and we had a couple games in there where we were really, really porous at running the ball. So, um, you know, I think this is something that we can get corrected, that we will get corrected. Um, and by no means is this a, um, you know, an end of the season type deal, which is what is kind of being portrayed out to be. But, um, you know, I still think we have a lot of room for improvement. We have players. And uh, once we get this thing going, we'll have it right.
0: I think everyone kind of just gelled at the same time. Um, obviously, we had a new scheme going in that we never run. Um, a lot of guys were new.
2: Um, and there, I mean, there are some similarities that we have the same record, but we're a very different team as well. Another veteran that we caught up with inside the locker room on the subject is linebacker Brandon Graham, who was very honest about how the team gets sick of talking to the media about the losses and how that gives them extra motivation to hit the practice field to turn things around.
3: Everybody
0: asking these same questions. You know, uh, we just got tired of it. And I think that's what we're feeling right now. We don't want to, we hate to come in here after a loss and have to talk to. The media and hear all these questions. I know it's you alls job, but you know, I think that's what give us that spark too. Because a lot of guys, we don't, we hate coming in here after a loss because we got to hear it outside. When I'm going to the store, stuff like that. We, I know, we know. Trust me, we want to get it fixed. This is like everybody else. And I'm I'm telling you, it's I don't, I'm not even gonna talk no more. I'm just I'm just working. We just we just going to work, and we'll see y'all Sunday.
2: Before today's Eagles practice began, we heard from offensive coordinator Pat Shermer, who spoke about how quarterback Sam Bradford is getting more comfortable both in the system and with the weapons around him. I think he's more and more comfortable. He's becoming more and more comfortable with not only the concepts, but who's running the concepts. Um, and I think there's been times throughout the season, and then there's been times when he was off the mark. And I think you saw you know, periods within the game last week where we were on the mark and we caught the ball. And so I think that's what we're shooting for. But I think he's getting more and more comfortable with how we, how we run our offense and then the guys he's throwing to. To hear all of Shermer's press conference along with all of defensive coordinator Bill Davis's press conference, be sure to keep it right here on philadelphiaeagles.com for all the latest Eagles news.
0: Thanks so much, Alex. It's Eagles 360 and when we return, we're gonna talk about the New Orleans Saints. Big win for them on Sunday night, but next up, Glenn and I are gonna talk about some adjustments that we think the Eagles should make, might make, maybe consider, get this team back on track and win some football games.
2: Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have
3: customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apples, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down.
2: 123
1: years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it.
3: Chips? Fellas?
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> we were daydreaming. About that VIP tailgate and game tickets?
3: Uh, yeah. yeah. That pre-game sideline experience. Exactly. We have an Eagles season tickets.
2: How do you know?
3: We both have the new instant game from
0: the Pennsylvania Lottery. Yeah, the Eagles instant game with top prizes of 50 grand. And second
2: chance prizes, including season tickets. The Pennsylvania Lottery. Bring your dreams to life.
0: Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with Glenn Mack. Now here it's Eagles 360. Time to talk adjustments, suggestions. Put your coaching cap on and All
1: let's right. go. Well, you can't reinvent it, really. You can refine it, and you can do what's working well for you. And I think what's working well for them is hitting the backs out of the backfield. Short passes to the backs is working much better than running game. I think they've got to do that. Dave, I know I said a couple weeks ago I wanted to see kind of some trick plays. and how that actually, work, Glenn? Well, it would have worked great. The man, he he, he had a whole sideline to go to if he had held the ball. But I think what they need to do is kind of at least disguise more what they're going to do. I, I heard Seth Joyner this morning talk about how he knows, based on how the Eagles line up, how they're going to run. I think the coach really has to try to get more diversion. And one more thing I really think would help right now. Zach Ertz has 10 catches at the quarter pole. He's on pace for 40 receptions. It's not going to do You know, the, the best play they had last week was that touchdown pass that got called back for the illegal formation. you got to get Zach Ertz more involved.
0: I'll tell you, offensively, I I hate to use the cliche, and we've heard it from the coaching staff. We've heard it from the players. The word is execute. You are not going to be able to reinvent this offense. Yes, you can simplify things. You can refine things. I am more in favor, if you want to do something a little bit crazy, a little bit nutty, spreading the field and throwing the football, working it that way. It seemed to be effective for the Eagles in the second half against the Redskins, I'm maybe considering this
1: as a pass-first offense. If your line is healthy enough to help you do it. You know, they lost a lot of guys ball, there. Get the ball out quickly, okay.
0: three-step drops, get it out quickly, give Sam Bradford some kind of pocket to throw from.
1: Okay. And then what and about- holding the ball would be nice as well. And what about defensively? All right. Defensively, to me, it's kind of week to week. And against Drew Brees, the, the best thing you can do, he is really smart. Drew Brees has thrown 400 touchdown passes for a reason and he can read your defense. But Drew Brees is eleven. This week, what you really have to do is get the pressure up the middle. So really, if I'm Billy Davis, I'm kind of stacking the whole thing to come right up the middle on Drew Brees. They can't run the ball very well. Um, and, and, he's, and his arm is kind of hurting, his shoulder is hurting. So that's my plan is to just pressure Drew Brees right I, up the middle. I
0: think it's a really interesting challenge for the defense. I believe that the Saints are gonna throw the football short, intermediate. A lot of the running backs, a tight end here and there throw, not much down the field to Marcus Colston. So how will the Eagles cover? We've heard all summer about up at the line of scrimmage, in-your-face pressure, man-press combinations in the secondary, and yet we really haven't seen a lot of that. We saw Washington absolutely destroy this defense, cross routes, the shallow crosses, the screens, stuff in the flats. I expect that from New Orleans this week. And I think it might be time for Bill Davis to be really, really aggressive now. He blitzed on the final play, the touchdown pass to Pierre right, Garçon, right. and Kirk Cousins executed, but it took a perfect pass to do so. It might be time to unleash blitz the blitz just breeze. a little bit more. now okay. the Eagles have to get more of a pass rush well, in I
1: understand the concept of keep your hands up, Yeah, which is great. But the Eagles need a little bit more in the takeaway part. Okay, and yes, they do. And stunt, and again, stunt up the middle because that's the best place. If you're going to stop Drew Brees, and he's a Hall of Famer, but you got to get in his face up the middle.
0: And let's make sure that everybody is clear about this. This is absolute gibberish. (laughs) I was just envisioning coaches actually watching this segment. Yeah. You don't think Billy
1: Davis is taking notes right now? We're
0: just trying to find solutions just like everyone else. We want the Eagles to get back on track. And get a big win on Sunday against those New Orleans Saints. Speaking of the Saints, we take our first look at New Orleans. A 1-3 and football team coming to town on Sunday. How do they look? We're going to find out when Eagles 360 comes back.
2: With extra 20 checking from Santander, you can get paid $20 a month. Just direct deposit $1,500 or more and pay two bills a month with the online bill pay feature. Then you can get paid $20 a month. That's just the way it works. So what are you waiting for? 130 yards now. Bill's got a very tough lie here. Looks like we have some sort of sea monster in the water hazard here. I believe that's a Kraken, Bruce. looks like he's going to go with the 9-iron. That may not be enough club. Well, he's definitely going to lose a stroke on this hole. If you're a golf commentator,
1: you whisper. It's what you do. If you want to save 15% or more on car insurance, you switch
2: to GEICO. It's what you do. This golf course is electric. I got tickets, metro tickets. You need a metro ticket. Talk to me,
3: please. How do I even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you know, just touch it. How do I know they're legit? Is this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the metro paying you to do that? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta make profit. Does the baby need a metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. I up to
2: Philly. I up to Philly. The bus. The trolley. Regional rail. I up to Philly. The 17 to training. Broad Street Line. To my parkway. Market Frankfurt
1: Line.
3: All night.
0: Dunkin' Donuts is helping more boys and girls to get in the game this year. For every Eagles touchdown, Dunkin' Donuts will donate $250 to good sports To learn more, visit GoodSports.org slash Duncan Philly. Welcome back to Eagles 360. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, Glenn Mack now with me here. And before we get into the Saints, let's take a look at the Eagles' upcoming schedule. It is not an easy one for the Eagles. The upcoming schedule presented by NFL Ticket Exchange, powered by Ticketmaster. or the only 100% verified way to buy or sell NFL tickets, visit NFLTicketExchange.com. Com. Well, Glenn, it's the Saints, and then it's the Giants, both at Lincoln Financial Field. A chance, a chance to start the second quarter off the season really the right way.
1: Well, yeah, uh, you're one game behind in the division, shockingly, at one and three. Um, the Saints are one and three also. You know, I watched the Saints beat Dallas the other night. They look pretty good, but the Saints are not off to a good start. They're beatable, and a lot of it is Drew Brees is not helping.
0: And potentially the Giants, the best team in the division, and then at Carolina they're undefeated tough game but let's focus on the New Orleans Saints on Sunday Drew Brees comes marching to town and we begin at the quarterback position Brees and Sam Bradford Bradford finally getting that passing game on track down the field on Sunday Drew Brees finally getting back on the field and leading New Orleans to the victory look we've seen Drew Brees many times smart accurate good timing doesn't make a lot of mistakes but he has slowed down in his career he is not the same Drew Brees we saw win a Super Bowl a few years ago.
1: Yeah, he's he slowed down, and I gotta tell you, he, he's much more prone to turnovers than he used to be. Uh, I think he had 17 or 19 last year. He's thrown a couple of this year. Drew Brees does that more, and probably because of the rotator cuff, he's lost some zip on the ball, so he's not gonna beat you on that deep out pattern. Like he used
0: to but the Eagles, I don't anticipate a lot of fun in games with the defensive coverages, because Drew Brees knows what you're doing. It's gonna come down to basic, fundamental, good technique, when you have an opportunity to pick, up, pick off the football, you do so. Eagles need to take advantage of some of those flutter balls that might come out of Drew Brees' hands. At the running back position, really it's a battle of two teams with three-headed monsters. We know DeMarco Murray, who had the big run on Sunday, and not much more. We know Ryan Matthews didn't get a lot of touches on Sunday after the big game against the Jets. And then Darren Sproles has done a little bit of everything for this football team. With New Orleans, it's Mark Ingram, it's Currie Robinson, it's CJ Spiller who had the big catch and run against Dallas it's a a kind of an interesting combination of what the Eagles do and what the Saints do
1: a good backfield for both teams a a good backfield Although the Saints like the Eagles haven't run the ball they're averaging just 3.4 yards a run which is just about worse than the league of course the Eagles know better right now Spillers the big play guy he was injured he's back you're right he made that big play to beat Dallas last week he's a very dangerous guy out of the backfield Ingram is better on catching passes than he is on running the ball and I think that's what Breeze wants to do they don't have much of a running game Like the Eagles, they throw effectively to their back.
0: And that hurt the Eagles against Washington, that quick release, the quick throw into the flat, the shallow crosses, linebackers, safeties. Huge assignment on Sunday. Now a wide receiver for the Eagles, Jordan Matthews leads the way, but there have been some drops this season through the first quarter of the season. That really has plagued the Eagles wide receivers, a group that Chip Kelly lauded entering the season. Depth, talent, size, good group, deep group, over the boards depth wear down the defense really hasn't happened although for the Eagles on Sunday good to see Riley Cooper go over the top yeah good to see Miles Austin go over the top
1: right and Nelson Aguilar get involved on a deep play and that's really what they got to do it was shocking how well they threw the deep ball last week after not being to do it uh, all year and I've said this every week I want to see Aguilar much more involved and maybe that's going to happen
0: and for the Saints Marcus Colston still the big threat big body not real fast but boy he's had a great NFL career
1: he's had a a great career they keep thinking Brandon Cooks is gonna be their guy he was the rookie last year he's averaging just 10.8 yards a catch they've also got Willie Snead he's a possession receiver the Saints other than their running backs really don't have that deep threat that's gonna kill you they're more about short possession than they used to
0: be and defensively the stat that really jumps out at you with two teams who are statistically pretty even the Saints without an interception in four games and that's kind of shocking now they've had some players injured Darius bird back on the field keenan lewis they're really good cornerback who back in 2013 shut down deshaun jackson in the playoff win he is back in the lineup so the saints a lot healthier than they were in september glennon You know, they played a good game against the Cowboys. They
1: played a good game against the Cowboys. The Cowboys are missing a lot of guys. You can run on the Saints. Now, I know. I think we said this probably last week against Washington, but the Saints are giving up 4.3 yards of carry. It's more than a full yard than the Eagles are giving up. We talked how much about the passing game and how that might be the future, but I really believe this is a week you can run on the Saints, and boy, wouldn't it be nice to see the Eagles get that, to see DeMarco Murray get unleashed.
0: Yeah, early and often would be a great theme for the Eagles fans who will be in south philadelphia on sunday so that's our first look at the new orleans saints when we return to eagles 360 we're taking a little trip down fantasy lane as our fantasy spin and that's coming up next
3: this fall at dunkin donuts get lost in pumpkin Pick up your favorite pumpkin-flavored beverages and baked treats like the new Pumpkin Cheesecake Square while they're still here. America runs on Dunkin'. The tournament is there. You're here. And before you take the team's star midfielder
2: from here to there, along with his entourage, you have some things to do, like finding a place to stay, getting an oil change, mapping out the best route. Yes. Are we there yet? No. Roadside assistance? Not today, but always on call. So wherever your journey takes you, AAA helps you get there, so everyone's a winner. Start your journey at AAA.com. The bus. The trolley. Regional rail. I sub to Philly. The 17 to training. Raw Street line. To my parkway.
1: Market Frankfurt line. All
0: night. Time for a little fantasy football here on Eagles 360. And that means it's time for Alex Smith and the guru, Joe Dolan.
2: Hi, everyone. I'm Alex Smith. And welcome to another edition of Fantasy Spin Presented by Bud Light, I am joined, as always, by Joe Dolan, the managing editor over at FantasyGuru.com. Joe, last week the Eagles really opened things up in the passing game against Washington, showing off that vertical threat. How does that affect things in your fantasy lineup this week?
3: Well, um, I'm starting to consider Sam Bradford again, Alex, to be quite honest with you. Uh, Sam Bradford said after the game against Washington that it was just kind of a look. It was a good matchup for them to attack down the field, and lo and behold, they did it. So far this year, the Eagles have had the misfortune of facing some pretty darn good defenses, either defenses that are better than people expected or defenses that people knew were going to be good. I don't think that's the case this week. Uh, The Saints are going to have a lot of problems defensively this year. They've already had them. I think the Eagles can get the run game going a little bit better than they have, and that will, of course, open up things down the field. I think Sam Bradford, with four teams on by this week, is going to be a guy who's going to be in consideration for lineups. And frankly... I don't think Sam Bradford was the main reason the Eagles dropped the game against Washington last week. His uh, level of play is getting incrementally better. I would expect to see Sam Bradford have a nice game at home against the Saints.
2: And Joe, for your surprise start this week, you're going with a guy who's a little bit under the radar, but we saw him have a very nice game against the Eagles on Sunday.
3: Yeah, it's Chris Thompson, the running back uh, from Washington. Now, I was I've been pushing Matt Jones on this program and on this segment, and. For the most part, I'm still pretty happy about that, but Mac Jones took a back seat against the Eagles last week because the Eagles have one of the best run defenses in the NFL. Instead, Washington deployed Chris Thompson, who's kind of their third down scat back receiving option. Uh, I think he's got a shot to have a nice game this week against Atlanta. Alex, as you know, Darren Sproles and DeMarco Murray had big games as receivers against the Atlanta Falcons. They gave up a lot of catches to Shane Vereen, a couple of weeks ago. So I think Chris Thompson's the type of running back who can really come through for you in one of the heavier bye weeks early in the season. If you are desperate for a running back in a PPR league, I think Chris Thompson can come through for you.
2: As for your surprise sit this week, you're going with a guy who's coming off a three touchdown performance. You have to explain this one to me, Joe.
3: Well, it's Jeremy Hill, the Cincinnati Bengals, and here's what I want people to be aware of. I'm not saying that Jeremy Hill is a guy you absolutely must bench, but if you've got some options on your bench, maybe you stash Todd Gurley, and you're really excited to get Todd Gurley going, I would rather do that than play Jeremy Hill this week against Seattle. The Bengal offense has been great, but I want to point one thing out. In a three-touchdown game, Jeremy Hill had only nine carries. So it's not like he was the lead back. It's not like he was the foundation of the Bengal offense. I just want people to be careful with chasing points in a bad matchup. So Jeremy Hill, I'm not saying he's worthless this week, just that you have to downgrade him and understand that even though he scored three touchdowns, only nine carries last week, Giovanni Bernard still had more touches than he did.
2: And Joe, last but certainly not least, give us one running back and one one wide receiver who you're keeping an eye on this week.
3: Well, one guy's still a free agent. That's Ahmad Bradshaw. But the reports had him working out for the Colts On Monday, if Ahmad Bradshaw signs with the Colts, I'm very intrigued to see what this does to the value of Frank Gore. Gore's been playing an almost exclusive snap share in that backfield. They do need somebody else. And the fact that Bradshaw's really good in pass protection could mean Frank Gore comes off the field in third down situations, which would hurt his fantasy value. And another guy that I'm looking at this week who we're actually going to see in Philadelphia is Willie Snead, the wide receiver of the New Orleans Saints. A guy who was getting a lot of hype preseason as a receiver for the Saints was Brandon Coleman. While Coleman's snap share was higher earlier in the season, he's been gradually losing snaps, and Snead's been getting them. Snead provides a little bit of a vertical element to the Saint passing game, and while Drew Brees isn't throwing the ball down the field well, it looks like he trusts Snead. So Willie Snead, you might not have heard of him, but he's becoming a fantasy option.
2: That will wrap things up for this week's edition of Fantasy Spin presented by Bud Light. Our thanks to Joe Dolan, the managing editor of FantasyGuru.com. Be sure to follow Joe on Twitter at FG underscore Dolan and listen to him on SiriusXM XM Fantasy Sports Radio. We'll see you back here next week on PhiladelphiaEagles.com.
0: Thanks so much, guys. When we return to Eagles 360, Glenn and I are going to wrap things up in a nice little bow. We're going to talk about some injuries. The Eagles are banged up. How much does that impact them on Sunday?
2: With extra 20 checking from Santander, you can get paid $20 a month. Just direct deposit $1,500 or more and pay two bills a month with the online bill pay feature. Then you can get paid $20 a month. That's just the way it works. So what are you waiting for? Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut
3: our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apples, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down.
1: 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes,
2: you'll feel it, you'll love it.
3: What makes a temple owl? Meet Stella. She's wise, fierce, and she's not alone. Temple University, where owls call home. We are the cherry in white. The city is our classroom, and we lead the rush hour, making our mark on every field around the world. A world without Temple? Well, that's like the sky without the North Star. Temple, never stopping. A wave of game day excitement is rolling into Duncan. Taste the new Tailgater breakfast sandwich stacked with smoked sausage, fire roasted peppers and onions. America runs on Duncan.
0: Eagles fans score a touchdown of your own by downloading the new McDonald's app for some delicious deals on the download. Offers are updated weekly and you can receive a free sandwich just for downloading the app. McDonald's, I'm loving it. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Mack, with Eagles 360 on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Let's talk a little Eagles injuries. No Jason Peters out there. No Michael Kendricks out there.
1: Uh, a lot. A lot. And the, and the biggest one. Kiko Alonso's still out. Right. The one that Lane they Johnson will have a hurting. tough time. Oh, stop. For God's <laughs> sake. The ones that are going to be really tough are going to be the offensive line. Because uh, that's if you don't have an offensive line, we know this, you can't run anything So those subs are going to have to step in. The Tobins are going to have to step in. Those guys are going to have to do a good job because I think you can overcome the defensive injuries. I do. Um, I don't think you can overcome a bad offensive line. So this is really where the guys who spend their whole life clinging to the bottom of a roster, playing two or three positions in practice, this is the week where those guys actually have to be stars.
0: Yeah, and we'll find out later in the week, of course, the injury updates as practice training gets a little closer to game time on Sunday. Amoroso's on the menu. Here's what we have in store for you. Of course, Chip Kelly coming into studio tomorrow. That's our exclusive interview with the head coach, Chris McPherson. Our cover two segment with a couple of beat writers talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, and we're gonna find out on the website from a text format. Little Caleb Sturgis still with the team at place kicker. How's his confidence level, and how the Eagles just block out all this negativity and focus on winning a football game on Sunday
1: keep their I know they keep their earplugs in they keep their, ear they keep their I, ears
0: closed I, I, I one thing I haven't heard to must win Glenn yeah it's a must win it's been a must win
1: since week one no, hasn't actually it? you know what it's here's why it's not a must win because the the rest of the division is so awful and Dallas loses Dunbar and they lose Sean Lee I know this week the Giants look the best Dave I told you earlier somebody's got to win this division at nine and seven somebody might win this division at eight and eight and it really still could be the Eagles
0: and the in the NFC the Packers, the Cardinals, yeah, and one other the Seahawks, team, Seahawks, uh, the Falcons, yeah. and the and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, you're not making it as a over wild 500 card. and
1: nobody else is. Yeah, you're not going to make it. A, you're not going to make it as a wild card. Yeah. But you could you could win this division. #Hashtag
0: NFC mediocrity works in our favor <laughs> in early October for Glenn Macnow, I'm Dave Spadero. We thank you for joining us on Eagles 360. We're back tomorrow at 5 p.m. In the meantime, have yourselves a great Eagles day.